they should for July 4th week in England do a classic <laughs> livery for that car and just put an American flag down the side. Instead of the Duracell battery up top, it's a it's a bald eagle. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon, and this is the Silverstone GP prediction pod. And I have been waiting for this one the entire year. I love Hell Silverstone. Yeah, brother. Oh my gosh, this is one of those races that it's like quintessential Formula One, like two tracks you think of, at least I think of, is Monaco and Silverstone, and this is always an exciting race. Yeah, it's never disappointed, it was rated the number one race of last year, um, I'm ecstatic, like I, I, I was, I've been looking forward to this race since the beginning of the season. Yes, me too, and I, before we get into our predictions for this weekend, I just want to do a quick rundown of the past couple years at Silverstone. So 2022, remember, that's the one where <sighs> lights out and immediately Joe Guan Yu and George Russell come together. Joe Guan Yu is upside down, going out of turn one, car cartwheels over the barrier and gets stuck between the fence and the barrier of the track. Yeah, George it, got out of his car and ran over to see if he's okay. Vettel smashed into the back of Albon and took him out. Like, just rank pandemonium. Red flag. Have to do a full restart. Oh, dude. The, and, and that, like, just set the tone. Like, after that, you had... Uh, that was that amazing battle that started out between Perez and Leclerc. That, that yes. quintessential, like, through goes Hamilton moment where Hamilton goes through, and then all of a sudden you got... Uh, Alonzo showing up and Norris and Norris point, showing up. Dude, you had five cars within like a hundred or two hundred feet of each other going around the track. And dude, then on the re on the restart, you had two Red Bulls and two Ferraris going four cars wide through turns three and four. Like I, I don't even know how to I, I was watching the restart and was like, I can't believe the commentators even catch up, keep up with this stuff. Like there is yeah. so much stuff happening right now. There there was. And then you had you know, Carlos signs at that late restart where his team was Ferrari was like, Hey, we need you to be rear gunner for Charles Leclerc. Carlos signs is like, no, <laughs> I need Charles Leclerc to be rear gunner for me. Deuces. <laughs> he took it. He went past Charles Leclerc, got his first race win. Charles Leclerc wound up in P4. Then we 2021, you had Lewis. Well, Hamilton. And hang on. Lewis Hamilton ends up on the podium last year. He did. In yes, a he did. Dog shit Mercedes. He did. That was a slow car at this point. That was yeah, crazy for him. This track, I believe Lewis is the most winningest driver ever at this track. Uh, I believe I think it. he has eight wins. So let's see. So, year before 2021, that's when we had Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen going into Cops Corner, one of the fastest turns on the calendar. Lewis Hamilton's on the inside, Max is on the outside, neither one give an inch. Lewis winds up running into and then Max. Max gave a few inches as he <laughs> oh, did 140 dude. miles an hour into a barricade. The 51G crash winds yeah. up getting airlifted out of there, watches from the hospital as Lewis Hamilton wins the race. I still just remember that radio where they're like, Max, are you okay? And just, oh, oh, you're like, oh, man. Yes. Like, dude, do you remember the year before that, 2020? That for me was the highlight right there. That was the year where you had the tire blowout extravaganza. And Lewis limps it around the final lap. Oh, my. I was standing up, like, yelling at the television as Max, like, set this blistering time trying to keep catch a three-wheeled Lewis, yep. and Lewis still made it. Dude, this, that was wild. You had Valtteri Bottas losing a tire. Then you had Carlos Sainz losing a tire. Max decides the pits. 
Lewis loses the tire. And then you got Max trying everything. Balls to the wall. When he came around that final turn, Lewis limps across the finish line. And you see Max just hit that turn. Dude, another hundred or a couple hundred feet. And that would have been it for Lewis. He oh, it would have been Max's that. all day. And that set the, the Silverstone lap record that is still held today. Are you serious? That Max did, yes. Dude, he was he was gunning for him. That's what makes him that like that's the pressure was on and he sets a world record lap. Like yep. that's what makes Max Max. And we cannot forget also 2019, the year before, we had that amazing Max Verstappen Charles Leclerc battle where they're fighting on the track. They both come into the pits at the same time. They both come out of the pits. Red Bull comes out just a little bit ahead. They're side by side in the pit, going two cars wide down the pit yep. lane. Max squeezes him at the end, winds up getting passed. And then, you know, Vettel came and rear ended Max later on in the race and dropped him down to P5. But yeah, dude, that happen. battle, that battle was awesome. And all the battles that are awesome. Like, God, I'm so excited for Silverstone. Yeah. I, I think last week, as exciting as last weekend was, I think it was just like a, a build up for this weekend. And I cannot wait. Dude, I was reading up on, you know, just the track itself. I didn't realize that this was the Royal Air Force World War II Silverstone Airfield. That's what it's named after, a World War II airfield that they then converted into a track in 1947. And it held one of the first F1 races ever in the 50s That's or in wild. 1950. Like Monaco and Silverstone are the two OGs from 1950. Yeah, a couple of years ago was the 70, 70th anniversary of this track, which, yeah, it's it's, it's wild. And it's such um, a good track. It's one of those tracks, like, there's parts in, in Coda that were kind of modeled after uh, Silverstone. So it's one of those amazing, just perfect Formula One tracks. It is. And it's one of the fastest on the calendar. Um, I, I really like the length of this track at 5.9 kilometers in a minute and a half long around it. Like, I think it's a really good length. For you not like you have to be more um on it during quality because it's not a minute around the track like it is in Austria where you can kind of come out and get around it quickly. Like there's so much to this track. There's 18 turns, which somehow every one of them is named. And I yeah. don't know which one's which, especially <laughs> when you're just staring at a 90 degree carnal and they're like, Oh, there's maggots and Abby and Beckett and <laughs> and uh, Field and Love Field and this one and that. And I'm like, just which turn is that? <laughs> yeah what number come on <laughs> the, the the one that i do know now is cops because of that crash yeah cops so, is one of the is an iconic one i've figured out the chicane that's maggots and beckett's but yeah yeah they named every damn quarter and it drives me nuts there actually was a youtube video i found uh the other day where they went over and they described every turn and why it's named what it's named like the, the old bridge turn oh which that's I didn't pretty know. cool yeah and so like they all have a reason like i think it was I think it might be cops is named cops. No, not cops. I can't remember what it was, but there's a school right outside the track around that turn. And that's why it's named that. But no, oh, yeah, nice. pretty interesting. But let's get into this weekend, man. Oh, we've got Bro, there's like news and stuff happening this weekend. There is we got oh. classic liveries coming back. McLaren. I'm pumped for that one. I do like that Chrome McLaren, man. Yeah. I'm Good excited for that too. We got tire testing on Friday, new Pirelli tires on Friday. We've got, Danny. we've got 
Brad Pitt and Danny Rick driving Formula One cars while she yep. put quotes around one of those. But, you know, <laughs> dude, did you see the um the the garage they have painted up for Brad Pitt's character in the movie? Yes. They've got his name up there and everything. Was it Sonny Hayes or something like something that? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, and he, not, it's not Cole Trickle, so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then afterwards we get Danny Rick in the RB19, and I hope. He gets it together because if he does, I've got a strong feeling he's going to be dressing up in that white and blue pretty soon. Are you about to be just a diehard Alpha Tauri fan? Uh, all the way. Well, hopefully <laughs> until they change their name at the end of the season to whatever, probably back to Toro Rosso, but who knows? I never minded Toro Rosso. I I liked it. I, and yeah. I thought the Toro Rosso car looked beautiful. That sparkly, yeah. like bright blue. I liked the Toro Rosso. I, I, I was kind of sad when it went to um alpha tower yeah i didn't understand it but now that i know that it's the red bull fashion line which who knew red bull even made clothes it doesn't surprise me i know what don't they do at this point um they don't lose races they don't they don't as long as it's red bull and not alpha tower yeah um but yeah i'm super excited danny rick testing the car brad pitt driving for a movie we're gonna have and some of the other drivers will be driving for the movie as well um fun liveries uh, it's just gonna be an awesome weekend and you're we got upgrades and chance of rain which it's we England, do so there's always a chance of rain but there is there is as of right now it says there's a chance of thunderstorms on saturday and Sunday is a chance of rain, but looking at the calendar, uh, the the weather literally every day looks like that. So I think there's a big chance of uh, freedom from the insurrectionists in England <laughs> this week. Uh, is it going to be led by Logan Sargent? <laughs> they should for July 4th week in England do a classic <laughs> livery for that car and just put an American flag down the side. That would be awesome. Hey man, that that instead of the uh, Duracell battery up top, it's a it's a bald eagle. That would be awesome. And you know what? That is a that Williams has a lot of top end, so this could be a good weekend for the Williams. We'll see. Yeah, the problem is it's got top end because it doesn't have downforce, which doesn't help in these corners. That's true, but we'll, you know, we'll see. I I think Mr. Sargent will be I think this is his best chance of getting points. I'm not going to predict it anymore because he's, <laughs> he's lost me too many points already this season. <laughs> Same thing with Yuki Sonoda for me. I'm just yeah. giving up on that one. Um, yeah, we got upgrades all the way around. Uh, Ferraris, I think, got the biggest upgrade package from last week as well. Um, the McLaren had its big upgrade package that was just on Norris's, which we expect to be on both cars this time. Yep. Um Mercedes says this is the perfect track for them, and so does Aston. So, I mean, uh, it's it, man, these predictions are – I'm still racking my brain on the predictions. I know. Toto, I was reading a thing just before this where Toto said that they also have another round of upgrades for this weekend. Um, so they're expecting a little bit more performance than they had last weekend, uh, which I hope so because last weekend it kind of seems like they didn't – I don't know if they didn't – if they took a step back, but I feel like everybody else had taken a step forwards when it comes to – especially Ferrari – and McLaren, yeah. and they just kind of sat stagnant from Canada. Same thing with Aston. Yep. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's a lot of teams' home race, but you definitely have Aston, who's basically based out of Silverstone. Um, and then, you know, we've got three home drivers too. So we'll see which Brit winds up on top. I'm still, in, and we'll get into it with the predictions. Lewis Hamilton has been on the pony, podium 13 times and won eight of these. Like, wow. If that car is slightly competitive, 
this is just his track. Like yeah. it's his track. So much so that they even named the pit straight Lewis Hamilton straight. So Sir Lewis Hamilton <laughs> Sir, straight. Oh, put the respect on his name. God. <laughs> Hamilton straight. I forgot about that. Yep. Yep. All right. So what do we got for tires this weekend? C3 through C5, softest in the lineup. Ooh. Okay. Let's see how that works out. I hope, yeah. I'm hoping that it's at least going to be a multiple stop, at least two stops. I think it's going to have to be. That was something that they were talking about when I was reading up on the tire testing they're going to be doing on Friday. Um, the thing that Pirelli put out, they're testing a new tire uh, compound for 2024. They're saying that they're going to have to change up the lineup for the 2024 tires a good bit um, because the cars are generating way more downforce than they initially inspected. So it expected. So there's been a lot more tire dig than Pirelli planned for. So they're redoing tire lineups because they're saying that these, the way these cars are set up, it wears through tires a lot faster than it should. So I think that does speak to higher dig, more pit stops, maybe blown tires limping around on the final corner. (laughs) I can only hope. We can only hope, man. That was so exciting. All right. Well, you want to get into these predictions? Yes. <laughs> Can't be any worse than last week. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, we'll just go straight. We'll do Max, Max. <laughs> yeah. Max up pole, Max P1, Perez, you know, whatever. No, I think there's going to be a little bit of shakeups this weekend, though. Oh, I do, too. All right. So I'll, I'll start off with my pole prediction, which Max Verstappen. I mean, yeah, same here. It, yeah. I know it's boring. You guys are probably tired of hearing it, but... Uh, what else you want me to do? You want me to pick Alex Albon and, and throw away a point? <laughs> I'm going to go for It's going to be Max. Max is going to get the pole. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Short of mechanical failure, pole is Max. Watch this. This is the week where it's right. not Max either. <laughs> P1. Right. No, start with P3. Who do you got for P3? P3. I've got Charles Leclerc. Oh, okay. So... I I was I had Charles Leclerc and I crossed it out because I think that it's going to be his partner. I think it's going to be Carlos Sainz. You think he's on the he's on the charge? I I think so. He you know after last week he had a great weekend. After last year here he got his first win. He's going to want to repeat that. And I think that uh you know Ferrari tells him to hold station. Carlos Sainz is going to say no no no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, P2. All right, my P2, I put Checo. Lewis I think. Ooh, okay. So, and, and here's, the, here's my reason why I didn't go with Lewis. And that was because last year, when I wrote this, this was before I realized that Mercedes was bringing more upgrades. Or, but uh, last week, not last year, sorry. Last week, they didn't seem to have the, as much of a high like top speed as some of the other cars. And, but like you said, this is Lewis's track. And if there's any kind of performance, he's going to grab it and pull it out. So I, I I I just can't, I agree with you. He last week, I I really sat and like, you know, the Aston's and the Mercedes did not perform last week. Like you would want to, to make this kind of prediction, but they are so much more competitive than they were last year. And Lewis pulled out P3 um and was fighting with Checo and Leclerc and Signs and it, it, it's 
him on a home race with a competitive car, I don't think it'll be enough to catch Max. Um, but uh, this is his track. Yeah, I, I I agree. If anybody can pull it out, it's him. All right. So does that mean you just said your P one? Yeah, Max is on pole. Oh, P one. Okay, I have Max P one as well. But what happens to Checo? Because you left him off the podium. <sighs> he's gonna be like P four, P five. Okay, so he's there. He's he's slightly he's in the mix, but not yeah. where he needs to be. Nah, I'm not. Yeah, he's just he's getting his mojo back. I, I, he did really well last week. Um, I just think there's still some question marks around him. I think there's still a lot of pressure on him. You got Danny testing this weekend in the RB19. Um, I just don't see the fire in Checo that the Ferraris and Lewis Hamilton are going to be bringing this week. And I think because of that, he's not going to qualify very well or not, not even necessarily not qualify. Well, just P five, P six, something like that. And he's going to struggle to catch up to everybody. Cool. I could see it. I could see it. All right. What about your wild card? What do you got there? You go first. I'm still trying to mull mine over. All right. My wild card is, I think Piastri is going to be a DNF. And this comes from, I was watching a video earlier where he was at McLaren introducing the new Chrome livery. Yeah, And he was like, oh, I watched this car as a kid and to finally be driving it. He's like super excited for that. And I just had that feeling. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, it's not going to end well. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I thought, you know, he's going to crash out, but I'm not going to go that far. Because I want to hopefully get a point. I don't want to be too specific. So I'm just going to say Oscar Piastri DNF. I'm calling Nico Hulkenberg continues his Mr. Saturday and makes it to Q3. Ooh, I think that's good. And I hope he does, man. I just wish that Haas would get it together enough so that he would have he could have a strong race. I really want to see what he's capable of now. He's such a mature driver. Yeah, that's a if Haas could just get it together enough, that's the problem. I would love to see Haas get it together enough, have more of Gunther Steiner, right? (laughs) Have more K mag in a competitive car, Hulkenberg in a competitive car. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I just, I don't see them getting it together anytime soon. No, that's been the story for years. If Haas could just get it together. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing with Williams right now. I I, I think Williams, I have more hope for Williams getting it together because I, I see, you know, they're making sh- steps forward at least. They are. They are. And I think James Vowles, man, that guy seems like yeah. a beast in the in the role that he's in. So Yeah, he does. So all right. Well, Silverstone again. Hopefully gonna be an exciting race. It hasn't disappointed in recent history. So I'm pumped for this one. Bro, I'm ecstatic. I, I can't oh. wait. Hell yeah. Well, hey guys, if you like this podcast, make sure and leave us a rating and a review and share it with a friend. And that's going to be it for us. We're going to be back next week to discuss what went on here at Silverstone. So I think that's it for today. So on that note, stay classy, America. See you next time.